Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This is a podcast from Minute Media. There is absolutely no progress, or is there, in Major League Baseball's current lockout with the Players Association. Robert Murray is here. The Baseball Insiders in a lockout rolling on, and it starts right now. So, Bert, you're in the hotel room. Major news for the show. Not that anybody really cares where you live, but the fact that you're moving from Milwaukee or Wisconsin, somewhere in Wisconsin, to Arizona, so you will be actually right next to every spring training site. I think it is worth mentioning on the show because, uh, look, you're going to be there, buddy. You're you're in the trenches. I love it. You're darn right we are. We're, I'm a mile away from the giant spring training complex, so we're, we're making absolute moves here, Carl. When I left this morning, it was, I think, negative two, and I was wearing shorts. Um, and the guy where I parked my car, um, he looked over at me and said, are you nuts? And I said, honestly, yeah, I am. Um, and I just went about my business and drove away. But going from that to this and being able to call this home, like after this pod, I'm going to make it official and I'm moving down here. So um, you guys are getting the exclusive that I'm moving to Arizona before anybody else in the baseball world here. And this is big. First, first people on the on the on the uh, on the news that Murray's moving. Robert Murray to Arizona. Tell us why, and then we're going to get into uh, first what happened with Ken Roosevelt. But why did you did you move strictly for baseball, or was it something else? The weather. I think all of the above. Like I came here when I was eighteen, and like this is my way of because I used to be a super shy kid, um, and I never really broke out of my shell until I came to Arizona. Like ever since then, it's felt like home. Um, and I come down here and I just feel like a totally different guy. You got the sunshine beaming on you. Um, you got, I don't know, just a whole, like the vibe here is so much better than Wisconsin. Uh, no offense to the Wisconsin folks out there. Um, but like, it's just, it's me and it's home. And I was finally at a point in my life where I was like, you know what, screw it. We're going to end up doing this thing. And I mean, no better time than like right now during the lockout. Cause there's literally nothing happening. That's interesting that you were a shy kid. Uh, I, that could be inspiring to somebody, including the dog that's barking right now. Yeah, I mean, I got the dog to break out of his shell. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, we're already we're already making a difference, Carm. I'm hoping I'm hoping that Poppy the puppy is going to calm down here. She's uh, she's adjusting to the South Loop. Okay, let's move on. Ken Rosenthal fired by. MLB.com. He still has his job with Fox. He still has his job with the athletic. And apparently this was because Rob Manfred didn't like something that Ken Rosenthal wrote. I mean, what do you, what do you have on this? This is one of, you know, the most uh, premier reporters around baseball. I, don't, I just don't think it's a very good look for major league baseball to be trying to censor in essence, at least to some level, one of the best reporters around the game. Yeah, I, I can't speak for the decision that they ended up making, but I can speak for Ken Rosenthal because I worked with him for three years at The Athletic. And you cannot ask for a better teammate, friend, or just overall person than Ken. 
Um, when I first went there, he immediately took me under his wing and helped me out with either it was writing or if I needed advice or if I needed a scoop confirmed, he was always there for me. And you basically, you saw the entire outpouring of support for Ken um, after the news ended up getting reported that he was let go by MLB Network. And that says it all, um, just how respected and revered he is because he is, he is the gold standard. Um, and if I can have a career that's 25% as good as Ken's, I'm going to be living a very good life. Um, and I respect the guy with all my heart. And uh, you, you got to see when Fox let him go um, from their writing platform a couple of years ago, how that fared up because he ended up going to the athletic and just absolutely thrived. Letting go of Ken Rosenthal is never a good decision to make. And um, I know Ken is, is too classy to, 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 to say it himself, but he's going to bounce back in a big way. Um, and I'll always have his back because he's always had mine. Well, and he's got a lot of jobs, so it's not like we have to throw uh, a, a major, you know, we don't need to be raising money for Ken. And I'm sure that Ken maybe sure. is a little bit, uh, I don't know, that's not the attention that he would want. But I do, it does to me, what's really interesting is how Rob wants the message of what's going on right now and how sensitive this time is for Major League Baseball. And Jeff Passan wrote a big piece uh, over at ESPN talking about how nothing is happening, yeah. which, you know, at some point you would think that the players and the owners would sit down and they would work things through. But what are you hearing as far as the no progress part of this? Yeah, there's been no progress whatsoever, as you said. And like, as of a couple of days ago, they had still not talked. And there was a report the other day that said that they plan to talk at some point this month, which I mean, I would hope so. But the fact like that kind of thing is getting reported is just, it's that's not a good sign. And obviously like there's a lot of people who expect um, like the eventual spring training or some other deadlines throughout this thing to like spur negotiations, to spur progress and talks. We're not at that point yet. So this is going to continue to be dragged out. And they're just like the reason there's many reasons um, for this being dragged out. Just like there's not any talks is they believe that this is all going to be just fluff negotiations. This is not going to end up being real hard talks because the real action is done when there's deadlines. And as I've said, deadlines spur action. And we're just not at that point. So dig in. It, like, I don't know if you're going to ask this, Carm, but I'll, I'll even say it now. I went into this thing believing that spring training would start on time. I'm no longer of that belief. What did I say? I gave you like June something. Do we have that written down? Cause I know that I was way, I, I definitely was well into the season by the time uh, we actually see baseball. I, I didn't give an actual date on the lockout, but yeah. if you look at how it went last year with a 60 game schedule uh, or two years ago, whatever it, it just, they, they don't partner well. If you had a bottom line, like why do they not get along? What is the major crux of the communication issue that I think a lot of baseball fans are thinking this can't be that hard. You, you get in a room, you get smart people, you negotiate out the best contract for everybody and win-win let's move forward, but that's not happening. So what do you, where, who's at blame here, Robert Murray? Yeah, that's a, a very good question. Um, it's, it's a tricky answer, too, because both sides, they hate one another. Um, that has been brewing for five or so years, and it reached the boiling point now. And it's causing 
these lack of negotiations or just lack of communication in general, um, when they can be discussing players being paid more money or being compensated what they believe is more fairly because their wages have not gone up as the inflation has gone up and as owners are making more money. Um, they want uh, players to hit free agency a little bit sooner, um, and which I believe is like a, a very real thing. Um, the owners obviously want some things of their own and neither side at this point has shown a willingness to do that. We've even seen Rob Manfred speak on the record um, and, and say that some of these things would impact the integrity of the game, which um, I don't know how that would happen based on like some of the things he was discussing, like what I ended up just saying too. Um, it's just, it's a very, like this deal is going to get done, but it's just going to be very difficult because there's so many issues to work through and both sides hate one another. Like it, it's just, it's not good. I'll just, I'll leave it at that. All right, let's do an exercise then. Me and you are going to fix the lockout right now, okay? You, you, want, you want to be the players or you want to be the owners? Yep. Which one do you want? You want to be the players? Okay, come to me with something that you want. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I want to get it. <laughs> this, uh, is a, this, is, this is a disaster. Poppy, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to have to do here. Come here. You got to stop barking. We're doing a podcast. Okay, you're the players. I'm Rob Manfred. All right, what, what, do you, what, Robert? What, what, what are the main desires that you have for the players right now? Let, let me work with you. What do you got? Go ahead. All right, no, numero uno is players hitting free agency sooner than they currently are. Give me one or two more years. You want one or two more years where players will hit free agency? One or two more years sooner uh, into free agency, I should say, than they currently are. Okay, uh, I understand that you want that, and, and and guys should not have to wait till they're thirty years old to become a free agent. I completely agree with you. Uh, what I would like in return then is that uh, I would like the Arab years to be moved out one further, so with we have more control on the front end before you guys get. And I'll give you one on the back end. We're not going to be able to do that. No. Why? Why not? No, because no, I'm trying to think of a reason for that. There is no reason. You can't think of a reason. That's a great. That's a great bar. I, you, I get one more where I don't have to pay you up. You get one more free agency earlier. Done and done. Let's move forward. What's next? What do you? What else you got? All right, I'll move on real quick to my next point. Is yeah. I want players to be compensated more fairly than they currently are. You want the middle of, of baseball compensated more fairly? Correct. No problem. Absolutely. What I'd like to do then is uh, I'd like to institute a salary cap where uh, and we have a we have a max salary put on the top players. Well, that is a non-negotiable because we are the only sport that does not have a salary cap, and we are able to get those lucrative deals for the top players. Like Corey Seager, we saw this winter, and there's plenty of others too. Like Carlos Correa is going to get one. We're not going to do that. There's no way. Okay, well, well, Robert, then there, there's actually really no way for us to pay the middle more because if you guys want the guy, top guys paid at the top, then the middle is going to get squeezed. So how, which way, what's it, what's it going to be? I want all of our players compensated fairly, and there's going to be no middle ground. Well, what, a player is compensated what people are willing to pay him. But look at what you've ended up making as an owner over the last few years. You've made significantly more while our salaries have not gone up. There is some wiggle room, and there has to be. Mm-hmm. So my profits, uh, again, if you want to tie that into 
a salary cap where you get a percentage and we get a percentage, you guys get a much greater percentage. I am more than open to that. I would love to uh, partner with you on the amount of money that comes in and you guys can have 57% even of the profits. And I will take 43 because this is a long-term play for me. Whereas you guys get to play the game for 10 years and on average a lot less than that. So are you in? I'll give you a very high percentage of, of the uh, revenue in a salary cap world. Let's do it. No, there's going to be no salary cap. Okay. Well, this is why this, this, okay. Well, then we failed. We have failed and we can't get it done because you are unreasonable. And this is why there is hatred between the players and the owners. Oh, you think I'm unreasonable? Look at you. Holy crap. (laughs) I I think I was making a great argument here. Uh, See, this is exactly this, that right there is exactly why I am not a lawyer. Um, I, I am negotiating is hard. It, it is, but I, I, I think that, bottom line, we just did this for five minutes. Get in a room. Yeah. This is what's, eventually, this is what's, what's going to happen. They're mm. going to get in a room. They're going to do exactly what we're doing here. And then they'll kick it around and smart people or not that smart of people. Let's not give them too much credit. They'll, they'll come to a resolution. Um, you know, for, but for now, we're all going to have to pay a little bit here. And we're not paying right now on January the 10th. But I'm getting emails in my from the Chicago White Sox, from the Chicago Cubs. Season uh, spring training tickets are on sale now. Yeah, no one's no one's going to buy spring training tickets. I, I would wait on that purchase. There's there's no rush to uh, secure your seat in aisle 142 to see the White Sox play the Dodgers in Camelback. It we don't know if those games are going to exist. So and and they know all this. So they're trying to act like things are at least somewhat normal, but it's not normal. Do, uh, are we missing any piece of news that you've come across in the last, whatever, since the new year started 10 days in here? Yeah, honestly, like we're not missing anything because there's, there's nothing. And it's just, it's from my end, it's frustrating. Um, and I admit I'm going a little stir crazy, not being able to like have new news to chew on because I mean, you've, you've moved to Arizona, how stir crazy you're going. You're in a hotel room recording the baseball insiders. That's how stir crazy you are. Yeah. The lockout has been going on for 40 days and it's forced me to move to Arizona. Like I, I can only picture if we have three more months of this car, I'm going to end up moving to like, I don't know, Europe or Zimbabwe or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why like, I've mentioned Zimbabwe probably three times in the, like the last week and just general conversation. I don't know why it suddenly came into my mind, but it has and. I mean, I'm not, I'm not upset about it. Yeah, I, I got it. There, there was one piece of uh, minor league news that we should throw out there. Rachel Balkovic, who I, I know you know, first female manager in affiliated professional baseball. Mm-hmm. She's going to manage the low A Tampa Tarpons um, that uh, came out yesterday. 34 years old, was a hitting coach in their rookie level Florida Complex League, been in professional baseball for 10 years. So we have a female, we, she's a manager uh, of for the Yankees at, for their low A club, which is historic. Yeah, it absolutely is. And it's, it's also a really good sign of progress in baseball because I know they wanted to get more women in the game. And even five years ago, there were no female coaches. And now we're actually seeing like a decent number of them. Uh, the, uh, the, even the Astros recently, they just stole somebody from the Brewers. I think her name is Sarah Goodrum um, into a prominent front office position. And I heard, from people in Milwaukee that Sarah is legit. Like she's very good. Um, and like, that was a, a huge blow. Um, so seeing like that progress is always a very nice thing. 
Um, and I would have fully expected to see more of it and props to Rachel because that was a very well-earned position for her. Cubs all hired Rachel Folden. That was back in November of 19 to be a minor league hitting coach. I've talked to Rachel on the pod. She's awesome. Uh, look, if we're ranking all time baseball movies, most people would put, I don't know, Bull Durham at the top of the list, the natural major league, a league of their own's right there. A league of their own brings the tears, man. Oh, you cry at the movie car? I, I cry at the movies. Of course. What do you mean? I, I mean, I cried in the natural didn't cry in major league. Um, I kind of cried in Bull Durham when, when she chose Nuke Lelouch over Kevin Costner. I thought she should have gone with a veteran, but uh, that was that was a blow. But in a league of their own, it gets me. No, I, I feel you, Carmen. You're an emotional guy. We ended up talking about romance in the last pod. Now we're talking about our emotions. So this is a, a nice turn of events here. for what's, what, what's, the, what's the song they played? There was a moment. It was, you know, they were, they were young. They were playing baseball. Life was beautiful. Oh, life in baseball, it's always beautiful, Carm. Yeah, that's what we do. That's a beautiful – by the way, you got a very good singing voice. You, you ever thought about trying out for American Idol or something or, or no? Uh, you know, I, I was big in the choir back in the day, Robert Murray. You know, seventh grade, mm-hmm. second row. I mean, I, I gave it my second own. Second row, Carm. Second row, that's right. It was a it was a it was a big time moment in time. All right. Uh, well, here you're in Arizona. We tried to solve the lockout. It didn't happen. Poppy the puppy got on the podcast today, which was slightly unfortunate, but I think she's calmed down, so that's a good thing. So, Robert, next week when we're doing this pod again, will there be any news, or will we be telling some off the beaten path great story around baseball that the baseball insiders have uncovered, or do you think we'll have any movement in the next week? There's going to be no movement the next week. So I, I won't even get our listeners hopes up. It's going to end up being a slow crawl of this thing. So uh, hopefully we got some cool little story to share next week. Actually, I, I bet you we might. We got uh, – so, yeah. I mean, the Angels ended up just hiring Ray Montgomery um, from their front office to um, their bench coach position. I'm going to get the nitty-gritty on that. So hopefully I got more details to share on that one next week. All right, there we go. There's there's a tease for next week's episode. Congrats on the move. Thank you, Carm. I appreciate it. Yeah. By the way, you got a place to stay. All you guys that are are producing and and, and all the good stuff. You, you guys got a place to stay down here too. You're, you're buying a palace for all of us at once, or is it, or do we have to come separately? I mean, you could come at the same time. It just could be a tight squeeze in one bedroom, one one bath. But hey, we can make it work. Anything for the baseball insiders, Carl. All right. One Betty, one bath. The whole team's coming down to hang with Murray and his new Scottsdale, Arizona pad as we all go to spring training 2022, whenever spring training 2022 comes around. Damn it. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. You're darn tootin'. Hey, <laughs> hit that hit that like button. Subscribe to the Baseball Insiders as uh, we will do our best to keep you entertained throughout the lockout here. Baseball players owners sit down get together get a nice coffee maybe 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 have a cocktail have a pizza and and hash it out you guys you you can do this you don't have to wait for the last moment uh you don't have to make owners feel the pain of of tickets uh, not being of fans not being in the stands and players you don't have to feel the pain of lost checks to get this done see your future be your future move it forward and uh we're here to help just call us up uh, at by Robert Murray on Twitter at the Carm Baseball Insiders doing a heavy lift today. Robert, I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week, Carm. Let's get it, baby. Let's get it.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.